the service of prayer and preaching for Easter Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. We sing hymn LSB 483, With High Delight, Let Us Unite. service of prayer and preaching page 260 this is the day which the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it from the rising of the sun to its setting the name of the lord is to be praised better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere i would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my god than dwell in the tents of the wicked make me to know your ways o lord teach me your paths Sanctify us in your truth, your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. A reading from Acts chapter 3. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate, when he had decided to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm is Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. 
You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the King. May his years endure to all generations. May he be enthroned forever before God. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. So will I ever sing praises to your name as I perform my vows day after day. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Colossians, the third chapter. If then you have been raised with Christ, Seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from John, the 21st chapter. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. It Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, one hundred and fifty-three of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the Common Responsory, found on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. 
Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. What are the Ten Commandments? You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Today we conclude Walther's Easter Sermon. O great comfort! Blessed, yes, eternally blessed, is he who knows, has, and enjoys this comfort. However, let me now in the second place speak to you on what a person must do if he wishes to enjoy this comfort. That question is very easy to answer. You have heard that the comfort of Christ's resurrection consists in this, that God in Christ has already pardoned, absolved, and justified the whole world. He has, in Christ's person, already awarded it the forgiveness of sins and declared it righteous. Now tell me, what must a criminal, who had been condemned to death, but later without a plea from him is pardoned by his judge, what must he do in order to enjoy the pardon that had been decided upon? Naturally, he can do nothing more than receive the pardon. What must a beggar do when an immensely rich man receives a great gift without his having earned it in some way, yes, is brought into the house in order that he may enjoy the gift? Naturally, he also must and can do nothing else than receive the gift. Would it not be the greatest folly if the pardoned criminal and the endowed beggar would not want to accept the kindness until they had earned it? Would not both lose their gift forever? Now here you have to answer the question, what must a person do if he wishes to enjoy the great comfort of Christ's resurrection? The answer is, he must receive the justification, or the pardon of God that was awarded to the whole world, hence also to him, in Christ's resurrection. 
He must believe it. He can, he dare, do nothing else. Anything extra that the person still wishes to do in order to enjoy the comfort of Christ's resurrection is not only completely lost, unnecessary, and vain labor, but also obstructive, hurtful, and fatal. For whoever wants to contribute merely the least little thing to his justification before God disavows God's grace. He forfeits Christ's complete, only valid merit, the only reconciling power of his bloody death and justifying means of his glorious resurrection. But do not suppose that on my own responsibility I dare make the way to heaven as simple as that. First, the doctrine itself teaches that. Since God has awarded his grace to the world through Christ's resurrection, it can be enjoyed only by receiving it, through faith in it. Second, God's word also expressly says this, Here belong all the passages of Holy Scripture which demand faith alone and which attribute to faith in Christ's resurrection alone righteousness before God, all redemption and salvation. St. Paul writes in Romans 10, That is the word of faith that we proclaim, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now you have heard it from the apostle's own mouth. And if we went into the story of Christ's resurrection, we would see this in the example of all the apostles. As long as they did not believe in Christ's resurrection, they were comfortless. But as soon as they believed this joyful message, comfort, peace, joy, and life entered their troubled hearts. With Isaiah I today say to you, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Oh, may none of you let this Easter comfort be preached to you in vain. All, all lay hold of it quickly while God has his table of grace still set. The time might come when you need the Easter comfort, but you cannot find it. You who have hitherto clung to the world, to its vanities, goods, joys, and honor, O oh, learn to be ashamed of these worldly, fleshly low desires at the open grave of Christ. He returned to life with that inexpressible glory that is destined for you. Hurl the lust of these worthless things away. Wish for the grace that your Savior brought you from his grave. He gives you true joy. He gives you true wealth. He gives you true honor. And you who have continued to live in willful manifest sins, O oh, repent today. Just think, with your sinful life, you have shown that you have despised the grace that God has awarded you. If you have regarded what this means, Christ has also risen for me. You will not serve sin any longer. Depart from sin today. Rise with Christ from the grave of your sins. And seek your desires now in the boundless grace of your Savior, who rose also for you. But you, who have hitherto stayed away from the well of grace because you felt yourself too unclean, go to it. Do not be so foolish any longer. You ask, will God be gracious to me if I come to him? How dare you ask that, since you have been pardoned long ago, as far as God is concerned in the resurrection of Christ. All that is merely lacking is that you have not received that pardon. How could God in his word award salvation only to faith if it had not already been won and given to men? One does not believe in something so that it happens, but because it has happened. Open your eyes and see it. Open your hearts and believe it. 
then you will enjoy this great comfort which, like a crystal stream, flows from Christ's grave to all sinners. And you who have already been so wise as to drink from this stream, celebrate a real festival of joy on this day, and drink deeply from it. Practice today to imitate the apostle in saying, Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It's God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. The more confident we learn, the more confidently we learn to say these words to the world, to the accusations of our heart, and in defiance of the devil, the more able we will be to join in that song of triumph. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever practices this in life can in faith also cry out with that old cross-bearer Job, even in death, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. Now Jesus Christ, help us all to have such a happy and blessed departure in faith through the power of his glorious resurrection. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 485, Long Before the World is Waking. Long before the world is waking, morning mist on Galilee, from the shore as dawn is breaking, Jesus calls across the sea, hails the boat of weary men, bids them cast their net again. So they cast, and all their heaving cannot haul their catch aboard. John in wonder turns, perceiving, cries aloud, it is the Lord. Peter waits for nothing more, plunges in to swim ashore. Charcoal embers brightly burning, bread and fish upon them laid. Jesus stands at days returning, in his risen life arrayed. As of old his friends to greet, here is breakfast, come and eat. Christ is risen, grief and sighing, sins and sorrows fall behind. Fear and failure, doubt denying, full and free forgiveness find. 
All the soul's dark night is past. Morning breaks in joy at last. Morning breaks and Jesus meets us, feeds and comforts pardon still. As his faithful friends he greets us, partners of his work and will. All our days on every shore, Christ is ours forevermore. We continue with prayer on page 265. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon, with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, by the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, you destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light. Grant that we who have been raised with him may abide in his presence and rejoice in the hope of eternal glory. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And we will pray Luther's morning prayer. If you are praying this in the afternoon or the evening, you can substitute Luther's evening prayer instead. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. 
Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Raised from the dead, he will never die again. Death has no more dominion over him. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia, alleluia. Dying Christ dies to sin once for all. Living he lives to as dead to sin and alive to God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen.